We're going to have a conversation about the Communist Manifesto. Oh, yeah. she's got a copy. I have. Oh, I have to tell you. When in I, studio. When I bought this, I was back mm-hmm. in Lawrence, Kansas, <laughs> and I went into a, book, a used bookstore and I said, I'm looking for the Communist Manifesto, but I just want you to know that I am an American-loving <laughs> capital capitalist, and I but I just need it for reference. So yes, I bought it. So no, everyone should have it. You, you know it, what you're up it, it's, against. And it, let's see, it's not that long. It, and no. you know, when I was doing the the promo, you know, the founders have been getting a, a bad rap in the education system. They're saying that they're just old white guys. Well, as I was preparing for the show, I saw pictures of Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, who all of these young mm-hmm. activist socialists are following. And what they're, they're old white guys. They're really old white guys. They're really old white guys. Yeah. So Communist Manifesto, um, what do you think about it? Yeah, well, I mean, I could say I wish it had never been written. Um, but somebody but, probably would have written it. Yeah, somebody would have somewhere. Uh, yesterday on the show, we were talking about how it is uh, very close, closely related to Darwin and the origin of species. Um, and they were written kind of at the same time, weren't they? I, well, I can't. Anyway, yeah. I, okay. I, well, I believe the Communist Manifesto was written first. Take, uh, anyway, go ahead. It was published between oh. 1872 and 1888, it looks like. So and I, I'll look that up while you're talking about that because I want to hear what you have to say. So, yeah. So, you know, basically with the Communist Manifesto, I think a lot of people kind of dismiss it as, you know, well, a lot of people on the right would dismiss it as, oh, it's kind of this old thing. Like, who's actually really reading this? And and it's not so much that people are reading it; it's that people are, you know, implementing what it means, possibly without even thinking about it. I mean, I would say it's it's the platform of the left. Um, you know, I have some points here for the you know, Communist Manifesto, some of the main points that it that it makes. But uh, you know, one of one of them is get control of the schools, use them as a transmission belt for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum, get control of teachers associations, associations, put the party line in textbooks. I mean, this was over a hundred years ago, right? That they were saying to do this, and then what did you have after this? You had Darwinism, then you had the Scopes trial. I mean, this has steadily been going downhill you had prayer taken out of school like i think we look at it and go well you know wouldn't they have tried to do this faster wouldn't we already i mean we're seeing it it's happening right now and it took it's taking time but i think now we are you know kind of reaping the benefit if you'd want to call it that of you know of what they've been implementing for years what the left has always kind of believed well and in this uh, they actually, they have uh, several points. There's nine points. I'm going to read them also. It says um, they want to abol- uh, abolition of property and land and application mm-hmm. of all rents of land to public pur- purposes. That is totally, totally opposite of the American idea of everyday people being able to own property. Mm-hmm. And, and because of the American idea... Everyday people have been able to thrive and flourish. You take a look. We've been in existence for 250 years. And we as just regular people, you know, you and I, we both drove over here in a car, in a warm car, in a safe car. We have, you know, phones. We we have plenty of food. We have clothing. And yeah. it is because of the American idea. You of innovation and invention. Yeah. And having the freedom to do so. Yeah. And you see this played out, abolition of private property. You see what's happened in Venezuela. Venezuela, before you were born, I remember, it was a very prosperous country. Great yeah. resources. It took about 40 years for it yeah. to, you know, now they're starving. And, and it can happen here. Yeah. It can happen here. No, it can happen anywhere. And 
Um, trying to put my thoughts together. There's so many thoughts on this one. Well, while you're doing that, number two, they say to have a heavy progressive or graduated income tax. Well, you're hearing this from uh, you're hearing this from the Democrat candidates for president. Well, look what they were so mad about Trump for creating a tax cut. How it's not helping anyone. You know, they're they're all they're all upset about this. And here's the thing. Okay, listening to you say that, you know, here here was my thought. Uh, the abolition of private property. You know, basically taking everything away. You know, we know as you know, I would say smart Americans, we know that the government doesn't exist if we don't exist. The government only makes money off of the people. Right, they don't create anything. They, they're not creating money, they're using money. So this this abolition of property and taking everything over, that's not sustainable. They're not trying to sustain anything. They're trying to destroy it. And this does not power. create a sustainable society that produces and consumes and has supply and demand. No, it destroys all of that. So that should tell you that their point is not to you know, create something that will last for generations and is prosperous. It's, it's to destroy it, to take it out. Well, you know, we're going to go to break. But first of all, all of you listening out there that have been concerned about millennials, Cassie George is a millennial. And so I think that you can take great heart. You can put a smile on your face and realize that uh, there are are millennials out there that that have not been totally corrupted by the activists, progressives that have taken over the education system. And there's a lot of great teachers out there, Cassie. Mm-hmm. I know you were homeschooled. And I do think that that is something that, uh, given this, this sex ed bill, oh, I forgot to mention that. Today is the big rally mm-hmm. down at the yeah, Capitol. I'm going to be down there at noon uh, for the, the rally. Some of I, us are going to try to go. Yeah. It's again, and I thought about it. You know, what is this exactly? What are we rallying for? Mm-hmm. We are rallying for our kids to get to be kids. We are rallying for the freedom of families to be able to be in charge of uh, talking to their children about their sexual health, their relationships. We are rallying against government coming in and forcing and mandating a curriculum. And so I'll be down there at noon at the Capitol uh, and we'll be rallying against House Bill 19-1032. But all of you out there, I, I run into so many millennials. You hear many of them on, on the show. And I, I feel very positive about where we are and where we're headed. The veil is off on what has been happening in America. We know what the, who the enemy is. We know what the battle is. And so everybody has to do something every day to make sure that you, um, you know, are in, in the fight on this. And that may be just sending an email. Actually, or today, that would be great. Sending an email to Senator Don Corum. A Republican from Montrose, who is one of the sponsors of 1032, send an email to Nancy, Senator Nancy Todd, another one of the sponsors, and send, and send an email to Representative Lontine and tell them to pull the bill. We're going to be right back. I'm talking with Cassie George. Um, she is the a co-host and the producer of Rush to Reason. You hear that in the afternoon right here on KLC 560. And uh, we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Americans with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out my website, my new website. It is gorgeous. Uh, Americhicks.com. Sign up for my emails. I am the Americhicks on Facebook and Twitter as well. I'd appreciate it if you would like me and follow. We all like to be liked, you know, mm-hmm. so I'd appreciate it if you'd like me. Uh, Cassie George is in studio with me. I, I like to call you a marvelous millennial. Mm-hmm. Is that okay with you? Yeah, I was getting a little bit of uh, grief on the show for being this marvelous millennial. The guys so. weren't doing that, were they? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they've uh, 
as Steve pointed out before the show, they've been making some comments on air about you know me being on the show. So well, they'll get over it. Well, you know what? I think one of these days, let's get them on the show, too. I think, yeah, that I think they a- would like to be Americhicks. Then they could feel included. I mean, they, they need a safe zone. We're they need inclu- a space to we'll be inclusive. you know, inclusivity. And, okay, we'll you know, do that. So. And, I, mean, I mean, obviously, the name Americhicks, I mean. Yeah. Well, they could be the Ameridudes. So we'll, yeah, we'll get... They'll be the Ameridudes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll... Politically correct. We'll, we'll, most definitely. So yeah. one point, you we you mentioned Darwin, Charles Darwin, mm-hmm. when he published his book was 1859. And then the Communist Manifesto was right after that. It looks like it started in 1872. So, mm-hmm. and it was the these German philosophers mm-hmm. that started to affect this. And it's been going on for a hundred years. And uh, it's been just very, very incremental. I think that we are at the point now where we see what is what the results are, and we've got to stand and, and fight on this thing. Mm-hmm. But during break, we were talking about the a whole bunch of different things that are in the con- Communist Manifesto. But I think you want, you know, what's what's what are you th- concerned about in it? Well, to go back to what you just said, that you know, these were German philosophers and scientists who you know kind of passed down the who wrote, you know, Frederick Engels and all that, which his dad was a business owner, so I don't know quite how the whole communist thing came about in his family. But, um, you know, how, what did Germany produce? Well, World War II. Um, World War One, World War Two, World War I, World War II, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Holocaust. And, you know, maybe, a, a, I mean, you look at Hitler, and, you know, okay, that's what that country kind of produced through, Believing through their, you know, this was their those philosophers and scientists, and you know, this is That's what they a come up good with. Point. So, like, is there a reason, you know? And I would say, like, maybe there's a reason that hasn't quite happened in America yet, and probably because you know we have we were founded on different principles because we are not truly a democracy and we're a constitutional republic and we have different rights. And um, so, anyway, just a side thought. I was just thinking about that. Maybe they're you know connected somehow that you know the people who were behind. So the Holocaust and everything were, you know, a product of those schools and those, you know, schools of thought and all of that. Interesting. Okay, so those old white guys, we've established those old white guys, those the Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels. Well, it's just the right old white guys that are bad. It's just, it's just the the fact that Joe Biden and you know all these other men that are out there that are you know trying to run for president. I don't think Joe's announced it yet, but he's saying he's going to. And Bernie and you know all of them, and you know they don't count. Yeah, but it's really it's really the policies. And you've hit on something really important. So this was in the 1800s, and you have Darwinism. You know that's Mm -hmm. coming out. You're you're having uh, uh, the Communist Manifesto, and we're really in a battle of ideas. And the effects of the ideas that the communists and socialists have done, you look at Stalin, you look at Mao in China, uh, you look at Hitler, uh, Pol Pot in mm-hmm. Cambodia. People, millions of people died because yeah. of those particular policies. And then you look at the, the ideas of the old white guys of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and uh, Alexander Hamilton and James Madison and, you know, one of the things that they talk about is they had slaves. Mm-hmm. But, Cassie, slavery was prevalent throughout the world. Yeah, I, we've talked about that on the show, how slavery back then, and a lot of people were, you know, great slave owners. Some people were bad slave owners. But, but it was a cultural thing. I mean, it was everywhere. Everyone had slaves. Everybody had servants. It, it wasn't like they were choosing Right. And, and so it's different. It, it was foist upon the, the colonists. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it it was foist upon them. And and as they were looking at the Declaration of Independence, this really came out of the Federalist, as out of Vino mm-hmm. Veritas the other night. But a, as they were looking at this idea 
this vision in the Declaration that if all men are created equal, mm-hmm. uh, with these rights from God of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, then that means everybody. And so the colonists were starting to, to uh, struggle with that. What, what did that mean exactly? And so you probably know in the Constitution, uh, they actually put something in the Constitution that said that there would be no new importation of slaves mm-hmm. um, by, I think it was like 20 years after the uh, Constitution mm-hmm. was, was uh, written. And so it's amazing that these guys, they were, they were struggling with this idea of all men, and, and they mean women, but all men, all humans created equal with these rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And they're like, what could happen if we had a government of the people, by the people, for the people? Mm-hmm. Well, look what happened. Look what happened. Regular people, mm-hmm. you know, are, are living thriving and prosperous lives. Black unemployment as at the lowest ever. Hispanic unemployment is at the lowest ever. Women's unemployment is at the lowest ever. That set of ideas has given us this. The set of ideas in the Communist Manifesto it's brought death has given us Venezuela. Yeah. And, and to your point, before I was born, um, you know, Venezuela was a prosperous country. And I think people forget that, that they don't really, you know, everyone thinks, oh, it would be different here. No, it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be any different. You know, it took maybe 40 years or so that's usually the lifespan of a communist nation before it begins to fall, it, and, and it's gone. Well, and I know firsthand, uh, another thing, I was in a song and dance group mm-hmm. a long time ago. <laughs> it was up with people, and it was actually created kind of to push back on, on all of the, the stuff that was happening on the campuses in the 60s. And, uh, and, and so to talk about, you know, all mankind and, you know, kind of love and joy and things yeah. like that. So anyway... Uh, and one of my, and they, they had kids from all over the world. And a good friend of mine was Nelson Gonzalez, and he was from Caracas, Venezuela. Mm. And he would show me pictures of back home. And Venezuela was thriving and prospering, and, and it was vibrant. Mm. And it breaks my heart to see people in line now. It looks like... Uh, and they're burning food and blocking roads. And, and the other one is Cuba, where people go, oh, Cuba's so cute. And like, oh, it's like stepping back in time. That's not a good thing. It's not a good like, thing. I think Dan Mira on uh, Rush Reason the other day said, uh, you know, what did the socialist, what did the socialist use before um, candles? What? Electricity. <laughs> oh, oh that's a good one but, but it's true i mean it takes us backwards and people are like, oh communism and socialism is different no it's not i mean they're pretty much the same thing there really aren't any you know socialism gets you to communism yeah yeah i mean there, there's an i remember being in economics at you know at colorado christian university which is where i did my undergrad and um you know we had this kind of economic scale and where you had you know, kind of independent in the middle, and then you had a Republican and then conservative, and then, um, and then on the other side, you had, you know, Democrat and liberal, and then you had socialists, and then you had communists. Mm-hmm. So this way of thinking, this liberal left way of thinking, and we're seeing this, you know, we were kind of talking about the, uh, the sex ed bill, you know, where that, I mean, that falls right in line with what yes. Karl Marx would love. We take control of the schools. We take control of who you think you are. And we tell you that we know best. Well, and the other thing on that, Cassie, is instead of teaching, you know, the, the classical liberal education, which I think you mm-hmm. probably had, to think about high ideals, to, mm-hmm. to think about excellence, to yeah, push to critically, big ideas, to, yeah, to, philosophy, to, to be like, the best that we can mm-hmm. be. The sex ed bill, instead of if kids... Cause, learning about that they're going to be learning about hedonistic things about you know physical 
things that might, and I don't want to say physical pleasure, but that, you know, that's, so they're focusing on the physical stuff yeah. instead of focusing on the big ideas that I think really uh, help people live, um, you know, lives of meaning. Well, to help them, you know, develop as a person. Like I remember having to sit and do a, I did a book when I was like 12 on critical thinking, right? To sit there and go, okay, what does this mean? You know? check the boxes and uh-huh. and at the time i thought it was so stupid but now i look at it and i go wow like that was actually like that's something i still think about is the fact that we're you know we're not teaching kids you know, how to think we're teaching them what to think we're saying you know here's what you're going to think on this you know you're going to think about you know all these you know different sexual things and you're going to think about all this lgbtq stuff and you have to decide you know which gender you want to be when you're you know 10 and it's it, like, wait, you are a gender, you know, it's nature's law. You but, know? but instead of teaching, you know, like you said, higher ideals, instead of teaching, you know, here's how to think about your life going forward. Well, that's for sure. Cassie, George, we're going to have to do this again. Does that sound okay? <laughs> okay. This has gone way too quickly, but it's great to have you here. Any final thought? Thank you. No, it's great to be here and I look forward to it again. Okay. So. Well, that sounds great. So we're going to continue to go through the communist manifesto. Uh, we were actually going through, they have uh, 11 things. I'm just going to throw this out. Mm-hmm. One other thing before we go to break. Uh, number 10 that they recommend is a free education for all children in public schools. Mm-hmm. And then we have to ask why Governor Polis wants to make uh, um, kindergarten. kindergarten. So we just have to ask that question. Free is not free. Yeah. Always have to throw that out. That's for sure. <laughs> Anyone who's sure. a parent knows, knows that free is not free. That's right. <laughs> and freedom isn't free. Yeah. We have to stand for it every day. So our quote for today is George Washington. He said, truth will ultimately prevail where there are pains taken to bring it to light. So today, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals. And like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. Cassie George, thank you so much for being in studio. Thank you. It's great having you here. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChick signing off. God bless you, and God bless America. On a rough road riding high, through the mountains climbing, twisting, turning further from my home. Yo.